2: Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 11, Divergence. Part 1 of 4, written by Jamie Evans.
3: Are you rolling sound, Mark? Rolling? Ben, rolling camera?
4: We're rolling, Lizzie. Are
3: you ready to begin, Miss Hartley? Um, I guess so. Do you want me to look into the camera, or...? No, no. Please just look at me. I know it's difficult, but try to forget the mic and camera are here.
5: Oh. oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Oh, sorry. Could you not smoke in here, please?
4: Sorry road of me.
3: Sorry about that. Okay then, we'll begin in three, two... Today, we're in the home of one Fiona Hartley, a divorced mother of two. Miss Hartley has
5: been a resident in the town of Forsham for... Oh, uh let's see, about 15 years at this point. I was only about 20 when we moved. Where did you move from, if you don't mind me asking? My family were originally from Essex. We moved because of Dad's career.
3: Would it be safe to say you're quite familiar with the town, Miss Hartley? It would be, yes. How long have you been divorced, Miss Hartley?
4: Lizzie, that's not...
3: What? I'm just asking.
4: Well, Hartley seems relevant.
3: We need as many facts as possible. It's good practice. Two years. My husband and I divorced two years ago. Thank you, Miss Hartley. And your two children live with you the majority of the time?
5: That's correct. They're usually here all week and they go to their father's house most weekends.
0: Uh, we're picking up a lot of that storm, Liz.
5: Don't worry. It adds to the
3: atmosphere. If you say so. Sorry, Miss Hartley. Do you mind if I call you Fiona? Um, no, that's fine. Thanks, Fiona. So, your two children, they were with their father on the night in question.
5: That's correct. Ah, uh, ah, uh, don't look in the camera, remember? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just I've never done anything like this before.
4: You're doing great, Fiona.
5: Thanks. Um, yes, yes, that's right. Uh, My two children were spending the night with their father. When was this? This was last Friday night, which was the 27th of October.
3: And in your own words, Fiona,
5: please, tell us what happened. Okay. Um, It was about eight o'clock at night. I remember because Coronation Street had just finished. I was in the kitchen making a cup of tea... I was going to play some games on my computer before bed and suddenly the doorbell rings. We've got one of those Ring doorbells. They've got the distinctive sound that that rings on your phone. This one. You know it? Yes, my parents have one too. They're brilliant, aren't they? So convenient. Anyway, mine goes off and straight away I get this chill up my spine.
0: You knew something weird was happening.
5: No, I don't think it was that. It's just unsettling, isn't it? It's night time, I'm not expecting anyone, the doorbell goes off. I suppose that gives anyone the chills. What did you do next? I tried to look at the video on my phone, but something was wrong. The, the video was really fuzzy, almost like there was a layer of snow. Like you used to get on old tiny TVs.
4: Mm. Digital cameras shouldn't do that.
5: That's okay. Continue with your story, Fiona. Like I said, the image was distorted, but I could see two figures standing there. They were small. The children, I thought. The children who were supposed to be with their dad? It wouldn't be the first time they've been too hyperactive for him to cope with, and he's brought them back early.
0: Sounds like father of the year.
5: Mark! No, he's right. Who has children then gets mad at them for being children? So I'm furious at this point. The fact that he could bring them home and just dump them on the doorstep. One of them cries into the doorbell mic, open the door, mummy. Uh, I think you provided us with that clip, yes? That's right. Okay, we'll edit that in here. Open the door, mummy. Jesus Christ, I will kill your father. Hold on, boys. Hang on, I'm coming. It's cold, mummy. Mm -hmm. Alfie, baby, I'm coming now. Don't... Excuse me?
1: Um, could you bring it to Dad's,
5: please? Alfie, where are you?
1: I'm at Dad's.
5: Where's your brother?
1: Dad's helping him build his model plane. Oh my god. <laughs> ah! Mummy. Let
5: us in, Mummy! It's cold. It's raining! Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Go away. Go away right now.
1: It's us, Mummy. Your children!
5: Why would you say that? Let us in, Mummy. The neighbours will stare, Mummy. What will they say? You... you aren't my children. You're not my children. They don't talk like that. Go away. You sound like them, but they don't talk like that. Now go away. Go away. <laughs> go away. Go away, please! Please, go away! Please! (laughs) It's us, Mummy. You can see us on the camera, Mummy. We're cold, Mummy. So cold. Let us in. You're not my children. You're not my children. You're not my children. You're not my children. That's right, Mummy. Open the door. You're not my children. You are not my children. You're not my children.
4: What was it? What happened?
5: My ex, the the kid's father, had pulled up in the car. And Alfie had made him to come and pick up the Nintendo. When he pulled up, his headlights lit up the children. and, and It's okay. Take your time. It was their eyes. That was all I could see, and even now, they're all I can remember. They're burned into my mind. I've dreamt about them every night since. What about them? They're completely black. The deepest, blackest, black you've ever seen, like like staring into a black hole.
4: And they ran away when your husband turned up.
5: That's right. They were so fast, it was almost like they just disappeared.
4: And I haven't been back since.
5: No, thank God. Okay, thank you very much for
3: your time, Miss Hartley.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
5: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
4: I hope you aren't thinking of smoking that thing in here. Of course not. Fucking weather. i need a smoke after that. I'll admit it. That was actually pretty scary.
3: Legends about black-eyed children are quite common all over the world, but for some reason have been particularly prevalent here in the UK.
0: How did that story stack up compared to the other stories?
3: There are a lot of similarities. Black-eyed children often appear to adults and ask them to admit into their dwelling or their cars. It seems they need permission to be able to cross a threshold.
4: Like vampire lore?
3: Pretty much, yeah.
4: Why a sudden interest in doing a documentary on them?
3: Because this isn't the first time there's been sightings of black-eyed children here in Forsham. When I was a little girl, there was a whole wave of
0: sightings. I've heard these stories before, Elizabeth. They're great ghost stories, but I think that's all they are.
3: Maybe. Perhaps that is all it is, but even if it is, don't you want to understand why the legend endures so well in this particular town? What's the psychology there?
4: So you're prepared for this to turn out not to be supernatural? not going to be rigging up any special effects, or even worse, photographing blurry dust motes and claiming their signs from beyond the grave.
3: 100% journalistic integrity, I promise.
4: Then I'm on board. You're right, the psychology behind the legend could be an interesting area of study.
3: And if it does turn out to be supernatural?
4: If it turns out to be supernatural, then I'll waive my fee as your cameraman. Deal. So why are
0: you particularly interested in this?
3: Okay, I'm going to tell you, but I don't want you to spread it around, okay?
4: Okay. Cross my heart.
3: The first reference I can find to the black-eyed children in Forsham dates all the way back to the mid-1800s. A farmer on the edge of town claimed to have confronted a pale child wandering through his crops in the middle of the night. When he got close to the child, he saw that it had dark wells for eyes that seemed to fall into eternity.
0: Descriptive.
3: Ever since then, there's been one or two reported sightings of a black-eyed child in Fortune every few years. That is, until 2008, when there was a sudden spike in sightings.
0: 2002?
3: Isn't that around the same time
0: as... The Mill Road murders, yes. Ah, oh, jeez. What's that? What happened? You know Mill Road, that runs off Big Barn Lane? Yeah. Well, it got its name from a windmill that used to stand there. In 2002, the mill burned down, and when the fire crew put it out and made it inside...
3: They found the remains of between 10 and 12 children burnt to a crisp.
4: Fuck me, that's awful.
3: It doesn't end there, I'm afraid. That same night, whilst all the emergency services were busy dealing with the fire, somebody broke into eight different homes across Forsham and murdered the residents. Gunshots to the back of the head. No witnesses at all.
4: I don't even know what to say to that. Calling it horrible sounds like an understatement.
3: One thing connected all the victims, other than all living in Forsham. What's that? Every victim had reported a sighting of black-eyed children in the week leading up to their deaths.
4: How do you know so much about this?
3: Through my mum. Back then she was just a beat cop, not in charge. She spent months trying to find out who had committed the murders, but she never did. I think it still bothers her
0: and you've been obsessed with the case ever since.
3: I wouldn't say obsessed. I would. I have a healthy curiosity about a mystery.
0: Oh
4: yeah? What about all those books you keep reading? Look at this stuff. I knew you had such an interest in the occult. Never even heard of any of these authors before. Cynthia Burns, Carl Trevino, James Hunter.
0: Careful with those.
4: Prized possessions?
3: It's not that so much. Some of those James Hunter books were given to my mum by James Hunter himself, so they're sort of special. He was here during the sightings, along with Carl Trevino.
0: You must have been a child back then.
3: Only seven. He made quite the impression on me, though.
4: Okay, but still I don't understand why we're focused on this now, though.
3: Because I think it's happening again.
4: Fuck.
0: That's heavy. Are you sure you're not just reading too much into a single sighting?
3: Let's find out.
4: Is she seriously?
0: Yeah, come on. Let's go.
3: Bring the recording equipment. What the hell are you doing here, Elizabeth? Hello to you too, Mum. You know I don't mean it like that. This is a crime scene. I know. We followed you guys here. Mum, we were here just a couple of hours ago. You and who? Oh, uh, this is Mark and Ben.
1: They're helping me make a documentary. I don't care what you're doing. You can go right on ahead and shut that camera off before I confiscate it, mister.
0: Oh, um, yeah, sure.
1: Go home,
3: Elizabeth. Fine. Turn the camera off, but keep the sound record going. Okay. Okay. Just tell me one thing, Mum. Is Miss Hartley hurt? You really were here earlier. Yes. We were recording an interview with Miss Hartley. About what? She saw them, Mum. Just like when I was a kid. Elizabeth? Almost exactly the same. Elizabeth, I don't want to talk about this. She saw the black-eyed children, Mum. It's happening again, isn't
1: it? I want you to go home. Is she dead, Mum? Elizabeth! I want you and your friends to go home right now. Do you understand? But now, young lady.
0: Come on, Elizabeth. Let's go.
1: I'll see you at home, Lizzie. Yeah, whatever.
0: Wonder what she didn't want us to say. Probably nothing. It's a crime scene. We shouldn't be here anyway.
3: What about journalistic rights and whatnot?
0: Come on, Elizabeth.
4: What are you doing, Elizabeth? Let's get out of here.
3: One minute. Found it.
4: What the hell is that? Please tell me that isn't what I think it is.
3: It's a police radio I got from Amazon. Same model our local police force use.
4: Okay, let me guess. Turn to their frequency? God, Elizabeth, man, you're a menace.
3: Guilty as charged. Now let's see if we can hear anything. Crime scene techs
2: arriving imminently. Ambulance rushing to you. Delayed due to an
3: accident
5: on Miller's Junction.
1: Tell them not to rush. Send the coroner out instead. She's dead. Dead? Yeah. Bullet hole clean through the back of the skull. Textbook entry and exit wound for a medium calibre handgun. Just like before.
5: Pardon, Mom. Uh,
1: nothing. Just can't get the past out of my head. Send me over uh, the next of kin details. I'll notify them about the deceased. Are you sure? Yeah. I want to get it over with. Um, Mom. What now? You remember the guy we had down at the station last week? Mr. Gerald Hornchurch. The one who was ranting and raving about demonic children. That's the one. He's been calling the station for the last 30 minutes, over and over. Says someone is there to kill him. More evil kids. He wasn't sure who it was. Great. Of course he doesn't know. Look, I can't leave the scene here. Get somebody to go over there, would you? Nobody important. Who's the local beat around there? Offers a topping, mom. Perfect. Nobody will miss him for an hour. Send him over. On it.
3: Fuck.
4: She's dead. Sorry, Elizabeth.
3: Those two kids are going to be devastated.
0: Can we please go now? We gave it a shot, but clearly this is not something we need to be messing around with.
3: I'm not giving up now.
0: Lizzie, come on.
3: I'm sorry, I can't. If you want to go, you can. We can drop you off on the way home.
0: On the way where?
3: HQ, come in. Receiving. This is Cook. Superintendent Barson said don't worry about bothering topping. She's sending me. Can you confirm the address? Affirmative. Resident has called us Arrow Heights, apartment 217, a Mr Gerald Hornchurch.
0: On it. Over. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> well, we're definitely crossing a line now, aren't we? Impersonating the police. That's serious, Elizabeth. I'll
3: worry about that later. Right now, we need to get over to Arrow Heights and talk to this Hornchurch guy. Are you with me or not?
4: Okay. You're tapped in the head, but hell, I'm invested now. I want to see this thing through to the end. Plus, I could smoke on the way, right?
3: If you wind your window down. Good enough. Mark!
0: Ah, oh, I hate you guys. I'm in. Who is Cook, anyway?
3: Rachel Cook. She's an officer on the force. And my ex, a cheating cow.
4: Wow, sounds like you have some unresolved issues there.
3: Smoke your damn cigarette.
4: So who is it we're here to say?
0: No one good living in this dump.
3: Don't judge someone you don't know.
0: I feel confident in my assessment. Apartment blocks like this are where happiness goes to die.
3: I've never known you to moan so much.
0: My feet are wet. I'm not nice when my feet are wet.
3: Really? Perhaps you should consult your doctor.
0: Look, he's not answering. Let's just give up. (sighs) Christ, you'd make a terrible journalist. I'm not a journalist. I'm a bloody film student borrowing his
4: uni's kit.
3: That's how you do it.
4: See, she would make a good journalist. Why? She doesn't mind annoying people until they give in. 217, they said on the radio. Looks like it's through here. Ugh, my feet are soaked. I can hear my shoes squelching. Oh, don't be a baby.
0: Says the man who throws a strop when they won't let him smoke in a public restaurant. You realise that's been banned for fucking ages now, right? Guys, shush! What is it?
3: Stay quiet. Are you recording? Yeah. Stop fiddling with the lighter.
4: Sorry. Nervous take. tick.
2: So I guess it wasn't just some quack after all. We still don't know for certain. Maybe he's just committed to the bit.
4: Sure,
1: a real performer.
2: But surely he wouldn't trash his own apartment like this.
4: I mean, look around. It looks like a tornado went through here.
1: A big tornado.
4: A
2: very big tornado.
4: Someone's here. Shit.
3: Stop where you are. We're the police.
4: No, you're not. Not dressed like that and holding cameras.
3: We are actually the police. Well, he is.
0: Shit, I told you we'd get in trouble.
2: What are you doing here?
3: Oh, my God.
4: We were just looking for the guy who lives here. Uh, we thought we might have seen something.
1: Black-eyed children?
4: How did you know that?
1: Long story. Tell us why you've got cameras and a boom mic. Uh,
4: well, it's it's Elizabeth's project, really. Tell them about it, Elizabeth. Liz?
3: It's you. I can't believe it. After all these years, it's you. Who, me? I'm not surprised you don't remember me. I was seven at the time. My name's Elizabeth Barson. I was here the last time you came to town. I'm so glad you're back. I think everything's happening again. You didn't mention that you'd been to Forsham before.
2: I haven't. I'm very sorry, Elizabeth Barson, but you've got me mistaken.
3: No. You're James Hunter, aren't you? Yes. You were here before. In 2002.
2: I wasn't. I'm telling you I wasn't. I couldn't have been here in 2002. Why not?
3: Because he was still in the orphanage. Weren't you?
2: Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin And Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell Also featuring Edina Hadley Leanne Herring Mark Smith David Anthony Green Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support Opening and closing themes by James Crow Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama.